Joining me right now is David McElvaney of McElvaney Financial Companies. Thanks so much, David, for being with us. So what are your well, thoughts on the volatility we're seeing? I mean, that we're having, it's still somehow a winning week. I'm not even sure how that's possible because you feel like you've been uh, tossed around here. What a week it's been. Yeah, the futures, you had a lot of traders come in with futures lower this morning and with a huge supply uh, overhang of supply and securities, uh, liquidation started fast and furious. I think the reality is people are lingering on this idea of inflation. Inflation is not going to be quickly resolved and 50 basis points won't even begin to touch uh, taming that particular beast. So uh, bonds, even on a day where we see equity selling off, bonds are selling off at the same time. That's the big surprise that there's no bid for the 10-year Treasury. If you go back to 2008 and, and comparable kinds of sell-offs in the equities market, you would expect to see bonds stepping up the rotation towards a safe haven, and bonds are no safe haven today. Yeah, and they're buying nothing. I mean, when you look around, and there's a lot of names that are down 10 20%, um, some big moves, names like Etsy, Expedia, um, eBay, Moderna. I just saw Haynes Celestials down 17 I, I mean, a percent. Uh, Sprouts Farmer Market. I mean, there's so many names, some very popular, some random. Um, I get it, but they're just not biting on anything. It, it is red across the board. It is red on every sector. When do you think that this mentality will change? Because people were hoping for it to change in January, February, March, April, and now we're in May, and it still hasn't changed. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to the first quarter of 2021, we began to see a deterioration technically in the IWM. So your Russell 2000 and your small cap stocks began to give you sort of a leading edge indicator that something was not right in the equity space. What we've seen since then is that technical deterioration has spread to the S&P, it's spread to the QQQs, uh, the NASDAQ 100, and the Dow is frankly one of the only strong-suited uh, indices out there today, uh, obviously not performing well today. Uh, but the technical deterioration suggests a long-term top is being put in. And a long-term top suggests that we're a long way off from this being done. If these levels don't hold, you could see a water a waterfall cascade decline from here. So so really need to see a bounce, and if that doesn't come through um, in in the next you know a few percentage points on on these major indices, I I, th I think you're looking at something that's with us for some time to come. Uh, it's a bear market. Yeah, it's a, a rip roaring bear market. Without and, a doubt. And I think this is to to appreciate what has been happening for the last thirty to forty years. We've had massive growth in all asset classes as a result of cheap credit. And as long as the money is flowing, asset prices can increase in value. But when you begin to see a tightening of that liquidity, when you begin to see credit constrained, then these asset classes, which have benefited so much, all of them are going to face retrenchment. So your companies that have zero revenue, all of a sudden you look at them differently. Uh, the bond market, which, is, which has been in a bull market for 40 years, we got to interest rates were 4,000 year lows. Where do we go from here? The inflation is the catalyst for change here, both in equities and bonds, ultimately, as it plays through into real estate. And in inflation, although we may not see these near double digit levels on a sustained basis, uh, a new normal of, say, five to seven percent is something yeah. the equity market has yet to digest as the way forward. Right. And, you know, as we look at all 30 names in the Dow Jones Industrial Average today, again, also no, no names shining. On the contrary, all 30 are in the red and some are down uh, four, five, six, seven percent. I mean, Salesforce, Nike, Apple, Home Depot, Microsoft are all down between four and 
almost 8%. So the, the pressure is on. At this time, though, you, you are bullish on certain areas. Um, you know, I wanted to get to some of your picks so our viewers can, can use your ideas of real things, infrastructure, natural resources, yeah. precious metals. Um, if you could tell us about some of your investment ideas and add the thought that you want to get in there. Yeah, well, first on, on, on the currency market, I, we see this as a global decline. And you're seeing that in the emerging markets today. You're seeing the emerging market currencies. You've got the offshore one, which is trading uh, lower, significantly lower today. And of course, the, the yen is as well. These are very significant things within the leveraged community to see changes within the currencies and volatility within the currency markets. So again, very unsettling to say the least. Where are we bullish? We're bullish on hard assets. We're bullish on real things, real things that have cash flow. These I think will stand the test of time as, as an enduring inflation plays out. And so we like, uh, we like infrastructure. We like specialty real estate, although we've hedged some of that um, more recently, as, as there is an inflation component or an, an interest rate component to that. Uh, we like global natural resources very selectively, and, and we do like precious metals and the precious metals miners. Uh, we see gold being the safe haven that treasuries have been in previous cycles. And, and when treasuries all of a sudden are faced with an inflationary pressure, where do you go to opt out? To, to move to cash is to assume that you're going to have a negative real return of 5 to 7% with whatever interest rate you're, you're, you're receiving, you're still in real terms negative five to 7%. So you go back to the 1980s, the Summers Barsky thesis, the idea that gold outperforms in a period of underperformance with other asset classes, where is the grass any greener? So I, I think you have a very significant story unfolding within the precious metal space. And then again, selectively within the commodity space, there's some which if we do move into a global recession of stagflation becomes something that we're dealing with on, on, on a longer term basis, there are industrial commodities which will suffer. Um, so again, global natural resources are very selective. Infrastructure is also yeah. a play. Uh, we just want to own real things, things that you can stub your toe on that have a cash flow attached to them uh, that, that we think investors will continue to be able to wrap their minds around. Yeah, understood. Bullish on these hard assets, things that we really can see and feel and use. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, David McIlvaney of McIlvaney Financial. Thank you so much. Nice to see you. Thank you, Nicole.